0: All right, it's a Labor Day edition of DanCast. Today is Monday, September 7th, 2015. I hope everyone's doing all right. And I wasn't originally going to do a DanCast, and I thought, the way... (laughs) It's funny, I took a few weeks, I didn't do one for a few weeks, and then I felt how hard it was to just get back into talking. I think that's something that um, when people start podcasting, is uh, they start... um, they have to overcome the hump of just continually talking, and I'm finding that it is just like something you have to practice is just turning on a microphone and just saying words, and uh, that's that, so here I am turning on a microphone saying words, Uh, I have had a pretty good weekend uh, so far, Uh, Labor Day, I took Friday... And I'm gonna take tomorrow off, so I'm gonna have let's see how many days is that Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Not Wednesday. Five days, five day uh, time off, which is good. So I am looking forward to that. Um, been getting in the water. I went to the beach on Saturday. It was great. Uh, me and the me and the girl friend, we went to uh, <laughs> uh Minerva Beach here, and you know it's not a beach; it's a lake. You know those places in the middle of the woods. <laughs> like the adirondacks and they try to make it look like you're at the ocean by dumping a lot of sand there when clearly you look around and there's no way there was any sand at all created naturally so that's what we did as we did that on saturday um and i fucking get weirded out by beaches because like we got there and it took me a while to just settle in Because there's the cacophony of kids screaming, people having conversations, lifeguards blowing whistles, people playing like beach volleyball and tetherball, and I just it took me a minute to just get used to what that sounds like, what that's (laughs) supposed to be. Like if you go to a you know public a private pool, it's complete silence, almost to the point where like. You're worried, like, what's going to happen to you if you drown, (laughs) if anyone's going to find you? And uh, here it was just, like, kids yelling. And I get, I was accused of being a germaphobe because I'm looking into the water and, you know, she's like, what are you doing? What are you thinking? And I'm like, everybody's, this water we're going to swim in has been up everybody's asshole and armpits and just... Every orifice in their body. This water has come in. Gathered whatever was up there. Gone out into the lake. Plus whatever. you like. <laughs> animals are out there in the lake. And. Uh, I don't know. Something about that. Didn't sit right with me. Like there was this one guy. He was a big, big, big guy. And he was at the part of the lake. You know, the rope in part. Where it's about six feet, seven feet deep. And he's just. Like this big jellyfish just kind of there in the water. Not, he's, not, he's not making any sort of face. He's just chilling out in the water. And thinking, what is this guy doing? <laughs> what is he doing there? Just like He's, he's taking a shit. Is he pissing in the water? He could be doing anything. And uh, I got over that. Went for a nice swim. I was going to go around like uh, the whole perimeter. And then maybe halfway through, I uh, got tired and went back into shore. And, uh, but it was good. I, I, after having gone, I thought I should have done this a lot more during the summers. Like maybe spend a few hours every Saturday at the beach. At the beach, moon. my uh, hope you all are enjoying my newsletter. It's very focused on tech and not so much on music anymore. The story about the messaging, how um Apple people message with Apple people and Android people message with Android people and there's a little overlap is uh wasn't partly inspired by Jen Abinader's wedding because of her story was that they got to the where the ceremony was going to be, you know, and they're getting ready for days before it And there was no cell service, so none of these people could talk to each other, except all the Apple people could talk to the Apple people, because they had Wi-Fi, and all the Android people could talk to Android people. And my belief was that eventually Apple will make an Android app for FaceTime and messages because how much of a pain in the ass it is for Apple people to communicate with Android people. The point of the and the point of the matter is that um, Apple people typically don't download apps, and I think Android people do. So the fact that here here's an example: uh, Facebook Messenger is now the number two downloaded app on in the Apple iPhone App Store, yet. What is your main way to message? Is if you're, an, if you're an Apple guy, you're texting and all that and communicating through their standard messages app, through text messages and iMessages. So where are all these people who use Facebook Messenger as their main messaging app? Nobody does. They use it as a supplementary messaging app. If you go to Android... Um, I don't know what the Android ecosystem is like. Maybe Joel could, if he knows anything about it, or any other Android listeners, if I have any. But they, um, I believe what it is, they have a text messaging app, and then you can get Hangouts. So Hangouts is just for Hangouts, and they haven't really combined it with their, their main messaging service. That's sort of the thing that Apple cheated at was people started using iMessages without even knowing they were using iMessages. It just hijacked text messages. And that caused a lot of problems when people switched from Apple devices to Android devices that they, all the Apple people were still sending them iMessages, but there was no way for them to receive them because they didn't have an Apple device. So they just switched it on. And back then, when was this, like 2008, 2009? It was really great because... That was back when the carriers, the wireless carriers still had text messaging fees and shit like 25 cents for to send a single text. So it was very welcomed. But they also just hijacked text com- communications and uh, people didn't even know they were using iMets. They just knew some messages were blue and some messages were green. Um, so Google didn't, never did that. Microsoft didn't do that with Skype. They are trying to get people to download and install an app after the fact. When Apple just said, fuck this, we're just going to go in and take it. And they did. And now iMessage, I think, is one of the dominant messaging uh, ecosystems in the United States. It's different in different countries. I think uh, most of the world uses WhatsApp, but in the United States, we don't. Because we have Apple devices and we use uh, iMessage, so my armchair theory there was Apple people don't d- tend to download many apps, despite that. Despite that, it's they have the most popular App Store. People will fight. <laughs> They will just avoid using, don't avoid downloading an app if they can, if they can get around it. And Android people, I don't know. They will do. I had a, I remember having a discussion. Um, cause I, in the course I was in, there was a guy, the guy sat next to, he's probably in his 50s or 60s, and he had an Android thing. And, uh, he saw me with my Apple thing. And uh, he goes, "Oh, you're an i, oh, you're an Apple iPhone guy. I thought you were into individuality." I go, "What do you mean?" He goes, "Well, they won't let you customize it. They won't let you do this. They won't let you do that." And I think this is the um, key difference between Apple and Android people. Is Android people care about having a customizable interface, and I don't care as long as the defaults are good. I would all this stuff i've I've seen videos on like Android can do this Apple iPhones can't do that, and then I'm like, yeah, but none of these things are things that I care about. none of them are things that I want to spend a lot of time on generally when I'm in on my phone, I want to look at you know email real quick and Twitter and all that and uh I don't want widgets I don't want like live wallpaper, all that stuff it's to me, I, I kind of view that as a waste of uh, time and computer and computing cycles. Meanwhile, this guy was like, you can make your widgets, you can get download different skins. He's like, why didn't they just make a good skin the first time around? Why didn't they do that? He's like, well, I thought you were an individual. I'm like, fuck no. I would let Steve Jobs pick out my clothes every morning if I could. <laughs> Not Steve Jobs anymore. I would let Apple pick out my clothes every day if I could. But uh, I have to pick out my own clothes. And the customizability has made it all look fucked up. The way I look in the mirror. Clearly you would think I was an Android guy. Um, so anyway, thank you guys for subscribing to that. Um, there was one topic I wanted to address on this. Which was um, I linked to something about adult coloring books and the reason i wanted to talk about it on here is that i know scott's been making those and uh i've also heard him be somewhat critical of what would you call it the meditation the mindfulness industry and i totally understand where he's coming from i think if if i got hit it right his position right which i don't know but um as I am learning more and more, or trying to get into that sort of thing, and just most of it's just like the, the supposed benefits, I don't know if they actually exist, things like you're, you're going to be uh, be able to concentrate better and your stress will go down. I don't know if that's really true, but I do know that I think I like having you know, five minutes of quiet time a day where I can just take a take a minute, take five minutes, and just zone out. I, th- I think that's more of the benefit. Like, there's no magical formula that's gonna, you know, all of a sudden you believe in yourself, <laughs> and you have more confidence. I have an app called Calm on my phone, which is like guided meditations. You put headphones on, and you can download different programs like self-affirmations for gratitude or um self-confidence or just trying to get to sleep shit like that and most of the time I find myself better off if I just set a timer for five minutes and just close my eyes and breathe and that might be better but uh the, the idea was that there's this entire industry now de- so devoted around mindfulness which is this catch-all phrase for just <laughs> meditation and basically sitting in a circle for a while sitting by yourself quietly that is that is an industry now so you need to get your beanbag chair and one part of this industry is coloring books so um I was first exposed to this idea because Scott was selling a coloring book, and uh, has some far out stuff in it, and uh, he'll he'll post things on Facebook about it. But I was reading this article about how um, this one curmudgeonly guy <laughs> was basically like, "This is the infantilization of the West." Is that we have fucking coloring books for adults, and uh, he kind of made he made the point like you know if you want to do that you'll feel free to do it but don't believe like you're gonna magically find inner peace and i think that was the idea that's the whole whole entire scam with the meditation the mindfulness industry is that you're gonna find inner peace and you're not it's always gonna be chaos you're just gonna learn how to deal with it differently i think i think one of the main um ways this came into popular culture is that guy, Dan Harris, I think is his name. I don't know if he's related to Sam Harris, the uh neurosurgeon, author, atheist. But uh he was like, oh, I finally found um something that worked for me. And it was just meditation, daily meditation. But if you read his back his backstory was he had a panic attack. He was a jur- he was a not anchor man. He was a journalist. He's doing a report live on ABC News. And he has a panic attack live on TV, so he's just had to finally calm down and learn how to do a mindfulness practice. But what they don't tell you is that this guy was taking fucking speed <laughs> and other drugs to keep up. so it's not uh, how much of it was okay, he got things settled because he went and he started meditating, or he stopped doing fucking drugs. So things like that, I feel like, oh, by the way, I stopped doing drugs, might have helped more (laughs) with him being able to deal and cope with panic attacks better than just sitting in silence daily. I'm not saying it doesn't help, but come on, one of those is giving you the abstinence (laughs) of doing speed is probably a good health move. And I I can't prove it, but I I bet it's on the whole, in general, probably better than sitting in silence for five minutes. But uh, I wanted to address that because I didn't want I didn't want to uh, Scott thinking I was coming after his coloring books, and I wasn't. It was just something that uh I had been thinking of for a while. I was like how come so many uh things are now sprouting up around. What would you call it? mysticism, especially like Eastern mysticism? It's something that I've found interesting in the United States is how many people um, think that Asian Eastern cultures like have it figured out and have it together, and so it's one of the the things that they look to when they're you know stressed or thinking of some some way to do some sort of self-improvement as they go towards Buddhist philosophies, and uh, now they're buying the chair, the beanbag chair, and the, uh, what would, Indonesian gamelans? Things like that. I remember seeing that all the time in colleges, like people that really into the Eastern culture, and, uh, you know, if that works for you, great, but I'm not sure. I think that's the only, I don't, I, it's not that it's inherently better, it's that maybe it works for some people and maybe it doesn't work for other people. Um I just think it's I, I just thought it was interesting like how many the Asians must have the Asian culture must have it figured out better than the Western culture. And it's Western culture's not really that bad. <laughs> you know what? If you don't if you don't really like it, you have one way to just get away from all that you turn off your your tv basically and i don't know read more books or something but you don't need to you don't go on facebook as much you don't watch tv and that gets rid of like 70 to 80 percent of that western culture crap you don't have to like go to india (laughs) you can just turn off the tv and live your life which probably is what I should be doing, um I did make a point Friday I went for a hike, and uh maybe I'll share some photos with you guys, but um i'll uh it was just a hike here in town on and it goes up the back side of the mountain, the ski mountain here, and uh definitely not worth it <laughs> for what you actually you know the payoff for hiking is typically. You do all this hard work, you climb, and you get to the very top, and you get to see this wonderful view of like the entire wilderness for for hundreds of miles or whatever. Not hundreds. For many miles. (laughs) And this one didn't have it. This one went to a reservoir. A three mile, just about three mile hike one way got you to this reservoir. It's basically a dam. So that was the payoff, and uh, I don't think I would ever do that one again. And I tried to remind myself, okay, this was about the process, the journey, the adventure of going for a hike, not the view, but I still felt felt cheated, like, oh, I thought that was going to be a good idea, and part of the reason for going on a hike was just, like, one of those ways to, like, clear your brain out. So maybe there is something to... Meditation. Maybe going for a hike was just my uh version of an all uh it took me maybe three or four hours to do total, but uh my version of a meditation, just a long term thing, because I stopped worrying about stupid things and then I'm like, God damn it, where the fuck does is this trail that I was trying to find? In the way I thought of it, this is gonna sound really nerdy. The way I thought of it, like if you've never gone on a hike before you look for trail markers. So like mine was blue. So you'd walk towards the blue marker and then you'd try to find in your, in your immediately in front of you, not in your eye eye line of sight, some sort of other blue marker and you walk towards that and so on and so on and so on. So it was a lot like mass effect <laughs> trying to, to, to walk towards each way marker to get to the top of a mountain. And, uh, you're focused on that more and there's other areas like how do I climb up this thing? Where the heck am I supposed to go? But, uh, that was my Friday. So, um, for my, the majority of my Friday, which was good. Um, what'd I do Friday night? Oh, I spent time with, uh, the lady, the lady. I gotta stop saying that word lady. People find that to be an old fashioned word, supposedly. But uh woman sounds like uh woman <laughs> the woman and girl sounds infantilizing. Am I thinking too much of this stuff? I don't know. I get um concerned because I do know people who are like who would find something offensive about basically what is this, my eighty second podcast? There's every podcast has multiple opportunities which I think are very, very mild and not really that big a deal. But sometimes I think about deleting the whole thing because what if I run for president someday and some person hears me say the word lady and tries to make something of that that it's not. So that's uh, basically my update for today. Hope y'all's doing well and I will talk to you next time.